The following is a conversation. It has the features of any conversation, such as imperfectly expressed thoughts, ill-considered opinions, and the notions of several sleep-deprived brains. Try not to get your stethoscope in a twist about it. I have a question. Would you rather be in Murph studying, at home in bed, or with friends at a bar? I feel like my choices were judged, so now I have to say bar with friends. Uh-huh. Bar with friends. I'm going to go ahead and stick with Murph on this one. I, finals Murph study. Let's just get it. Let's just knock it out. Let's be done. On a Friday. I'll go with it. That's not a, what you would, I guess right at this moment, would you? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll buy it. Yeah. I'll buy it. I will say I feel very comfortable in Murph. Almost as comfortable as home. Oh. It is like home. To be fair, I, I've left this place at like 9, 10 o'clock at night and he's still here. So Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mitch, what do you think? Well, I think your opinions of Murph are going to change once you go onto the clinical side. You'll see it more of this like, I can't believe I used to spend so much time there. Like, I have a theory that most people's time in Murph is it's because it's so focused on studying and that is a difficult thing to do. Most people eventually feel a little, a slight amount of PTSD about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so eventually they're, yeah, they're relieved to get out. Yeah, I did most of my step one studying in Murph, so I think that was traumatic, honestly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Coat Podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews. By students, for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to the Short Code Podcast, the show that gives you an inside look at medical school from the students drinking from that fire hose. It's a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. With me today in the SCP studio, she is, in my view, a strong representative for the entire phylum chordata. Say hello to M2 Tracy Chen. Hey, hey, everyone. Surely a prime specimen of the kingdom animalia, it's MD-PhD student Mitchell Lefebvre. Close, close, Dave. Lefebvre. Lefebvre. He's a triple threat. A vertebrate, a mammal, and an endotherm. It's M1 Jeff Goddard. I do what I can, guys. And as far as I can tell from here, he possesses an enviable bilateral symmetry. It's M2 Ashray Mohan. Hello, hello. I'm happy to see you today because we did an episode on AKK, one of the medical school housing collectives slash fraternities here at Iowa. And But you guys, what we didn't mention in the show is there's another one. There's another one. It's called FIRO. And you guys are all members of FIRO. And you signed up without really telling me, <laughs> or at least without without me remembering, that you all signed up together. Yeah, we felt like we deserve some equal time on the air, Dave. Did I? Did yeah. I? Yeah, I, I apologize. Yeah. I knew you were out there. But yeah, I apologize for, I don't know, not thinking. No, no, that's okay. We're happy to be here. I should have reminded you. I told you like four weeks ago and I was like, I forgot to. That's all right. It's fine. We're all doing other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not my whole job and this is not your whole job. Right. Well, I, I think it's it's nice that there's two medical fraternities on campus. There's always a little bit of sort of competitive, you know, back and forth going on. It's like, you know, who can like this year we hosted the Halloween party. And uh, last year it was AKK that had hosted it. So it's a, always a little bit of back and forth of who can, you know, do it better. So did you did you listen to the AKK episode? I did. I wanted to see what our competition was up to, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> Did you would you would you like to compare and contrast? I mean, is that your intent here today? No, I hmm, 
I think that you know after listening to their episode, I think I picked the 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 better of the two to, to wow. as an M1. But um, okay. they're, they're trying to save up money to put an X-ray machine in the house from that episode. I, I don't know if that's a great idea, but yeah, I, I good believe, luck to you, AKK. I believe they settled on an ultrasound machine. Jeff. <laughs> they did not decide to go with the CAT scanner or whatever. They <laughs> I will say we have a climbing wall, so I don't know. You have a climbing wall? We do have we a do. climbing wall. It's really hard. It's wow. slanted at 45 degrees, so I can't get more than one foot and then I drop. Wow. That's a tough climbing wall, Dave says, never having climbed a wall before. <laughs> okay. What other what other things would you like to say about Fyro. living in Fyro? Yeah. Well, we have a cook, so that's another perk of living at our house. Wow. Yeah, it's included as part of the rent, so... We charge, you know, residents about six twenty dollars per month, and that includes, you know, a cook and meals and so a little more expensive than AKK is that recall, more, but a little bit more. sounds like yeah. I mean, I could go with a cook. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's really nice to have fresh meals for you know every single meal. Once you're in the sort of grind of med school, studying every day, it, it gets to be a bit of a annoyance, I would say, trying to figure out your meals, and so I think that's a big perk of our house, and we're. You know, located really close to Murph. We're about probably five minute walk, maybe even less. I've definitely made it. I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely made it from door to door, like from fire road to class in like four minutes. It's kind of my record. Yeah. It's going to come in super handy during your clinical years, I imagine. Yeah, it's just a little further away for the hospital. I think one issue is that it makes you want to be almost late so you're like how can i get there at the last possible <laughs> second like i to be fair the that's, latest, like, it doesn't matter leave. how far away you <laughs> yeah. live that's always going to be like true. i'm i'm trying to roll in with like eight seconds left honestly <laughs> and I, I attribute part of that to Fyro. yeah that 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 situation is why i don't take the lovely transit system that we have here i mean it's very good but i do procrastinate getting to work and so that means that i have to drive and yeah, that's it's funny because I've never used the transit system here. I've well, no why idea. would you? Yeah, exactly. You'd never have to living at Fyro. So I've, I truly have no idea how to take a bus around here because I've never done it. <laughs> and see, my problem is that getting home, like we'll get out of lectures at 11.50 and then lunch is at noon. And I'm like, oh, no, I've got to hurry home. And I've been here a whole semester and I still do this. I get home and I'm like, oh, I still have to wait seven minutes because it's so close. <laughs> and it's No reason to hurry. How many people live in Fyro? We have 23 rooms, and as of right now, we have 22 people. We always we. Oh, I could move in. Yeah, we got space for you. Come on in, Dave. Sweet. Yeah, and we we do have mostly medical students, but we also have some creative writing students, and we've had pharmacy students as well, some PhD students. So they kind of, you know, spice things up a little bit. So they they bring a fresh perspective. It's Always professional students. Though. Yeah, and they keep they keep dinner from getting gross when conversations start happening. So <laughs> something about those creative writing students they they know when to to call it quits on the the blood and guts of of medical school. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're gonna write like a TV show or some play about us. <laughs> Just watch. Oh, that's pretty sweet. I'm doing this calculation in my head right now because I'm gonna pay a shit ton of money to park a Newton Road ramp, and if I was five minutes away, and I had a cook. I, I guess that would mean abandoning my family. <laughs> I, I'm sure they're nice, but I mean they're lovely. <clears throat> but you know, I, cook, cook the cook is the nice yeah, one. Tr- try out a meal at our house, David, for you. <laughs> yeah, make any decisions. I, I think you, yeah, might be surprised. I'm, I'm not think... sure what that means <laughs> in a good way. In a good, good way. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope your cook isn't listening. Just <laughs> the the mental effort of trying to figure out what food you want, going and buying it, and then 
like putting it together after a long day of studying it is so nice to come home and you're like i don't know what's going to be on the table today i mean she posts it but i never look so mm-hmm. i just come home and there's food and i'm happy right and i get to eat with a bunch of my peers that i feel like you know i can have great conversations with and eat some animal crackers with and we'll call it good you know so do you guys all hang out oh yeah we all oh, do yeah. i yeah. think that's honestly like and i think this is true for akk the best thing that you really get out of it is a community especially if you're moving in as like an m1 or an m2 even if you're just staying there for a summer you know you are going to see people from all years of the program they can give you advice on different professors like what you should do when you move to clinicals what kind of schedule you should request how you should prepare for boards what you should think about when you're like making your your cv for residency all those sorts of things it's like so useful i remember like when i moved in as an m1 over the summer I didn't know anyone in Iowa City. I didn't know anything about med school, really. But I was at FIRO. And so I had M2s through M4s, MD, PhD students at the house, everyone who could give me advice. That's something that's really great. And then we all do hang out. You know, we have like game nights at the house. We were playing like Secret Hitler and Codenames last week, which can be contentious. You know, we go out to the bars together. We go to other parties together. It's really a great time. I think the epitome of FIRO is when you like, go down to the basement to change your laundry and you think it's going to take you three minutes, but it takes you 30 minutes because you keep running into people (laughs) on the way and you like talk to them like, oh, someone's in the dining room, someone's playing pool in the living room and you just, you know, you just catch up and everything. So it's a great community. I will say one of the things that some people have been, because I'm actively talking to, you know, we have several M4s that are, are finishing up over this next year and I'm actively talking to some of our classmates that are M1s about coming in next year. And the big concern a lot of them has have had is like, I still want me space. Like, you know, we all have our own rooms. There's definitely, if I want me time, I'm getting me time, right? Comfortable in my home, me time. But also it's really nice that just, you know, being able to play pool with your roommates, board games, just eating meals with them. It's just that built in social aspect of medicine that I feel like not a lot of medical students are, are able to, to build because frankly, classes take up a lot of your brain space, right? So... Mm-hmm. Well, I, can t- I mean, I can tell you as an old person, an older person who has not lived in the dorms for a long time, I do miss that aspect of, you know, sort of communal live. And yeah, I live with a great family and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. There's something about like living in a dorm that I always really digged as a relatively social person. Yeah. It's just nice to be with people that are like on different walks of the same journey, more or less at the same time. Right. Yeah. Like, like Mitch said, it it has been so helpful for me. Mitch has been here. He's finishing up your empty PhD program. So he's been here for eight years. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> and I have I have definitely been able to to benefit from his experience, right? And several other members of the house this semester just getting me more acclimated into medical school. It's been phenomenal. Right. And I, if I didn't have that, I mean I'd probably be banging my head against the wall after every test or something, you know. So Yeah, this type of thing repeatedly comes up almost every week. There's some question I have and I'm wondering with my fellow M2s like, oh, you know, you know what this aspect of clinicals, like what that might be like. And we're wondering who to ask. And I'm like, oh, immediately like, okay, like I can just ask Mitchell or I can ask like another M3 in the house. So that really sort of comes in handy every single week for me. Yeah, You you and Tracy are on the verge of. Oh, of yeah. uh, jumping into uh, clinical rotations in uh, January. Yeah, yeah, exciting oh, yeah. times. They've already sent out the list, like, what psych rotations or clinics you want to go to, and immediately we're, like, asking our M4s and M4s, like, hey, what do you think was the most fun about this? What we should we choose? So 
So it's been really, really great. It's so funny because sometimes I'll think about, wow, like my life is about to completely change. You know, it's like I've been a student that primarily just goes to class, primarily just, you know, listens to lectures and studies for exams. And to a certain extent, it's going to still be true. But like moving on, it's going to be mostly like what feels like work more so than, you know, you're in school. So I think a lot of people feel good about that change. Yeah. But you're yeah, you're going to be using a different a different part of your brain to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is why I think a lot of people like it. <laughs> is there a history that you're oh, aware of? Yeah, I mean, I can talk about it. So the house is almost 100 years old. Actually, it used to be that there were a bunch of medical fraternities across the whole US back in like the 30s and 40s and 50s. I think that was Obviously, that was a time where it, primarily men were getting admitted to medical school. And then over the decades, most of those medical fraternities have gone away. And we are one of the very few that survives. Actually, there's us and AKK here in Iowa City. There's one in Michigan and there's one in Minneapolis affiliated with University of Minnesota. But I think they might be shutting down and they were really like an apartment kind of style more than a house style. So there's very few of us left. I, I wonder think, why it works here. And yeah, I ones are just nicer. I don't know. <laughs> it also helps that we have like an actual physical house that's like kind of built yeah. into the infrastructure. We yeah. we had uh, we did have, I think, like up to five medical fraternities in Iowa City at one point. Now we're down to two. I think the thing that helps us survive is that we're just very adaptable. I think a, a, quite a while ago now we have men and women we try to keep that ratio equal just because that makes the house run better for a number of reasons oh yes it it does it's (laughs) it's good to have relatively equal numbers but yeah i think i think just being adaptable you know when we when we can't get like 100 percent medical students we're very happy to recruit people who are like we said other kinds of professional students and you know at firo like if you're in an apartment and something goes wrong, your landlord might ignore you for a month or something. I'm like if something breaks. Yeah. <laughs> we, because you're living with your housemates and we have house officers who are your friends and your, your housemates, we will take care of you like right away. If something is big and serious and going wrong, because that's just how we do things. So, and then we've also really benefited from having a great cook for a number of years. Sharon, she really does like a lot of extra things for the house too, on top of being a cook. And we also have a Dr. Cameron Meyer, who is someone who has helped run the house as well. So I think we just have a lot of resilience built in, you know, there's always challenges like things break whatever we have to get a refrigerator replaced or a pipe replaced or something but we've persisted short coats we love to hear from you no matter what it's about so call us at 347 short ct with questions shower thoughts complaints about your situation whatever you like we'll talk about it on the show Um, I remember the other day I was walking in our TV room and I, I found these like song books and I don't know if you've seen them. Yes. yes. So, so these song books were from the 1940s. So at some point from one of the chapters of Fyro, someone wrote a whole book of songs that you were supposed to sing at different <laughs> occasions. Okay. You definitely have to bring this yeah, back. Yeah. You guys. We can bring you a copy. Yeah. Yeah. And Tracy plays piano so she can, you know. I have tried playing those songs and we're supposed to like when we're like initiating into like this the the fraternity we're supposed to get this whole speech and everything I didn't make the M1s do it this year I was like eh 
But maybe we'll bring How it back you. next year. How dare you nuke that tradition? Yeah. And Tra- going, have going you no the... respect for tradition, Tracy? They gave it to me three months late. So I was like, yeah, they've been living here. <laughs> too, too long anyways. Going off the, the songbooks, we also have these really old trophies from like the 40s and 50s in that same trophy case. And they're for like different sporting competitions like wrestling and golf and I guess the the five fraternities that used to be in Iowa City, the medical fraternities would have competitions every year. So we have like Fyro second place and like the wrestling competition from 1943. And yeah, it's just that's crazy. I don't know. It's just that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Now we just beat AKK at the the bench. Oh, uh, yeah. The bench press every year. So that's. That's how that's changed up. <laughs> we, so, we think so, they forgot about it this year. <laughs> so AKK, maybe the intellectuals, and Fyro is the uh, brawn. Is that? I think we're intellectuals and the brawn. Oh, that's okay. How I would so it. yeah, the the backstory to this, you because you don't know Mitch. So this guy is he's a triathlete. Okay, so he's Ooh. in the gym. I don't know longer than I spent studying and. He's also an MD PhD, so like he's obviously super intelligent. Every time I look at him, I'm like, man, this guy's like the whole package. This is uh-huh. what I aspire to be in eight years. Hmm. You're too kind, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think we do just fine on the athletes. I mean, Ashray ran a, a marathon in the middle of the semester this year, so we're yeah. doing just fine, I guess. Yeah, that's one of the weird things I noticed about our house is everyone is just very active, mm-hmm. and it kind of put me. It put a chip on my shoulder to be like, okay, I need to just, you know, be part of this whole activity wave that's going on in the house. And so I've always been a runner, but always sort of had that bucket list item of doing a marathon, but watching Mitchell do triathlons and other people, there's one person who's trying to run a hundred mile, like ultra marathon in the house. I think someone's already done it in the house too. So yeah, it's just a great environment to even, you know, just encourage yourself to be active. Now, let me talk to you about the other side. I rank myself as like on the bottom of Fyro's athleticism. I was going to say, like, like, it's not all of us. I would only run if I'm on fire. Honestly, yeah. Like every year we have the Carver Black and Gold Mile run. Mm -hmm. I hadn't run for a very long time. So I decided to practice it like three days before the run. And on mile two, I immediately like fell and scraped my knees and hands like and it just had to walk very sadly back to Fyro bleeding and everybody walked like looking was like what is going on with her I know how many how many people have I heard over the years getting injured exercising I think it's dangerous I, I will say we have more than exercising though Trace, <laughs> Tracy here is an excellent cook and a baker so she was make she makes like recipes every weekend and a lot of times she'll share them with people from the house which I very much appreciate thank you Tracy Last weekend, they were making some like recipes from the Avatar, the Airbender series. Yeah. And we had this, what was it, onion banana juice? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> it doesn't really taste that good, honestly. But the, the, <laughs> the thought that counts, though. Could have guessed the, the yeah. The point of it is apparently to help you meditate, which actually makes a lot of sense because if it was really sweet and like a smoothie, that wouldn't really help you meditate, you know? So. For the um, listeners, they, you probably know it's from that episode where Aang doesn't like it either. It's from that guru who gives it to open up his chakras. It did not taste good. See, I, I will yeah. say most of her baked goods are actually delicious. Oh, I, yeah. I study on the first floor and our kitchen is in the basement. So I'll just hear that. Like I'll smell it coming up the stairs and I'm just kind of like waiting for the text. Like maybe she's willing to share with the class and she almost always does. It goes really well for us. 
honestly even before i text it like the smell just permeates the house and i always see like two or three people coming like hey so what you baking <laughs> yeah what you doing? I mean, people in the people in the house are we're just like all obsessed with food i don't maybe it's like a group mentality or something but yeah you just kind of know when there's food around <laughs> that's true well, you, I, if there's one thing I know about med students in general is that they're really plugged into the food situation quite well. Yeah, I need to I need to go running more. That's true. Because like our freezer is like stacked with like ice cream for dessert as well. Sharon always buys that. So it's like on top of these good meals, you also have ice cream and then you open it up and it's like giant gallons or like those bars. And sometimes like people eat them way too quickly and I will open up the freezer. And I'm like, wow, there's nothing left for me. I guess that is, in a way, something like my house, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, our cook definitely, I think Sharon definitely likes to spoil us quite a bit with, like, she'll have these, like, desserts that just, like, blow my mind from time to time. And it's just, like, feels so grateful that I'm, like, living there because I'll be having the worst day. And honestly, like, all I've done is study, let's say, like, I woke up at 8 a.m., went to class for six hours, now I'm just studying and that's the only thing that's happened in my day. And, you know, it's like some days she'll make this amazing meal and that's honestly what I needed to get through that day, you know? So yeah, some some days when you're just having a rough time in med school, what can happen more more than not. I think it's great to just like have the community of Fyro or, you know, the meals that Sharon makes. Yeah, it's just great. Feels like we should explain what kind of meals like and make our listeners kind of salad yeah what are our favorite meals that our cook has made mm, there's a lot of them what are you gonna say tracy i was gonna say korean barbecue tacos as our like number one fave okay yeah <laughs> dave's intrigued <laughs> <laughs> told you we got that extra room dave come on over <laughs> billy paint paint a picture for me because i what is this you walk in the front door what do you see First, you go into like the mail room, but after that, you enter this really large room. It's like a living room. On your side, you see a very comfortable couch where people like to sit. There's pumpkins left over from Halloween decorating. Okay. You turn left. Are they? Are they? <laughs> they're still alive. They're still oh, they're good. Still wow. They're not rotting. <laughs> yeah. Turns out if you keep them out of the rain, they do just fine. Okay. That's true. You turn left. Immediately, you see this long living room, but there's a really cool climbing wall at the end. Mm. And then you take a note. This beautiful pool table on the walls, there are shelves full of like study books, but there's also lots of like board games. And then in the little tiny little corner, you see there's a very like sort of like antique piano for people to like indulge in their creativity wise. And what else is there? It's like yeah, a the, nice we, gym we have a weight room that's adjacent to the living room that Tracy just described. And then we have a TV room, which is also next to the weight room where we ha- that's where the, the trophy case used to be located. I think we moved it to the weight room. There's a Christmas tree in that TV yes. room. I put it up myself. <laughs> Very proud of that Christmas tree. Nice. It kind of reminds me of like a Hogwarts kind of like little dorm that have in the little like living room. Very cozy. That sort of like style. Yeah. In that TV room every now and then we'll have like one of our M1s is really into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And so every Friday night he's like, Buffy night? Buffy night? So sometimes we'll get together and watch an episode of Buffy in there. So. We've had our Buffy phase in our house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've done like Harry Potter movie kind of marathons. I know people have been watching Avatar The Last Airbender a lot in there. So Or like big sports games. We'll have like a big Super Bowl party in there every year where a cook makes like a ton of nachos and little smokies, you know, 
all the good stuff. Nice. And then if you go from there, if you go down into the basement, which is just around the corner, that's where our kitchen is. And then our dining room, which has two very long tables that would just lined up with chairs. And then usually at mealtimes, we'll have probably about half of the people in the house, at least gather around those tables, just having a good conversation, eating, enjoying each other's company. So... Yeah, and then if you, I guess you, if you come back upstairs, so there's a couple rooms on the first floor, but most of the residents live on the second and the third floors, and so you can go up, and that's just like a hallway. It'd probably remind you of sort of a college dorm with rooms on both sides, and it's about 10 rooms on each floor. We have a couple communal bathrooms, so I think that's sort of one of, I guess, people wonder how they would do with that is it's shared bathrooms on each floor. But what we do is we have a very like organized system about how we go about cleaning. And so every Wednesday, everyone is assigned like a certain chore that they're supposed to do. So that could be like you're going to vacuum the living room or you're going to clean the bathroom. And so we do that on a weekly basis to make sure that, you know, the place is in like a mess. And then we also have around dinner time, we have what's what we call crews where people are assigned to just sort of lay out the plates and the salad bar and clean up after everyone's done eating. So it's all very organized and we've sort of figured out an efficient way for us all to sort of equally contribute to keeping up the house in a neat and tidy condition. Yeah. So it's like on test week, I, I won't sign up for any crew so I can, I can study more, right? But then when I have a break, I'm more, I'm going to sign up for several so that other people can take their break to go do whatever their studying needs to be. Right. So it's kind of nice that you can, we sign up over the course of the whole semester so I can kind of plan out my schedule pretty well. And not have to worry about my kitchen just becoming disgusting because I'm busy this week with anatomy. I just love this model. (laughs) I really do. I think it's like, I just think it makes so much sense for medical students, especially, to do it this way. Yeah. Like, you've got enough stress in your life, right? Like, you may as well try to pool as much as you can your resources and and look out for each other, right? So it's not like we're we're not really in each other's way. We're just here trying to help each other out. And uh, it, it's definitely taken a lot of the burden of just normal living off of our shoulders while we're trying to survive those six, seven, 12 hour study days, you know, so I'm totally down with it. All right. I well, think more schools should do this. Yeah. To be honest, we'll, we'll pitch it to your wife for you. We got you. All right. We're going to have to later. We'll come up with a with a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> <laughs> for her. Yeah, that's awesome. Anything? I will say we also have like a yard in the front where we'll have like fires outside and we like grill marshmallows or like s'mores whenever it's you know in the spring or the fall when it's chilly at night we'll go outside and just have those on the weekend nights and we also have a patio that sometimes over the summer we'll we'll grill on we have some grills and then there's parking is at just ten dollars a month we have parking behind the house and again it's like a five minute walk from the med school so on a game day whether it's football or basketball or anything you want to do like you can walk downtown in 15 20 minutes you just have like a prime parking spot you can pretty much go anywhere in iowa city by walking that's going to have something big going on so that's also a nice thing yeah i I will say that our our for our fires there is a designated pit we're not just like oh yeah lighting our lawn on fire (laughs) oddly i did not assume (laughs) that you're just lighting shit on fire one of our our more athletic uh m4s hung up a bunch of like streams of, of lights and stuff in the front yard that are like controlled by our phones now so you it's like a nice lighting out there when we've had several parties like we did our for the taylor swift album that came out taylor swift feel free to sponsor us during that launch party we had a, I, we had a big bonfire she really party. could use our help yeah, yeah. honestly you yeah. know so little things like that that it's, it's just you know kind of building that that camaraderie that spirit so it's been a lot of fun are there cameras on the sink to watch people make sure people do their dishes 
Oh no, uh, no, no we, we just trust each other. It turns <laughs> out that system also works. So yeah. I, I mean, we we have our list, right? But because most people aren't really doing too many of their individual dishes, we're doing like communal dishes for communal meals. Yeah, most people take care of their stuff. Every now and again, somebody will leave a bowl in, but not nothing dramatic. So yeah, I, I mean, of course, when you live with. 22 23 other people you're gonna have a little bit of the tragedy of the commons every once in a while like jeff said like someone forgets to put their dirty just dish in the sink or something like that so those things happen i mean that's that's part of communal living but i think we do a good job of kind of keeping everyone on track to be you know really respectful of each other so yeah i, I haven't thought that it's ever been like a huge problem yeah. or anything like that and the nice thing is like it's not there's not a spirit of like like we're gonna get after you for it it's just we all respect each other. You know, when it's my turn to do crew, I know everybody's taking care of their stuff beforehand to make my job easier. So I'm going to do the same thing for them when it's their turn. Right. And just, there's just a nice culture of like, taking care of each other. So, and sometimes, I mean, people just forget and whatever, and other people will like cover for them. It's, it's really not a, you know, big deal every once in a while, you know, it happens, but yeah. Shortcoats, if you're enjoying our conversation today, I'd be grateful if you'd let people know by posting a story on Instagram or Facebook or tweeting about us. And don't forget to tag us in your post. Thank you. Well, let's see. It's time for me once again to put on my fake medical educator hat and teach you young pups a lesson. While at the same time, testing how in sync you are as housemates. Hmm. I call this game Great Minds Think Alike, and here's how we'll play. I've divided you into two teams. Mitch and Tracy, you can be on one team, and uh, Jeff and Ashray can be on the other team. And I have a list of categories here that are med medical or med school related, and when I read them to you, you'll each individually write down three items in that category. With me so far? Three items mm -hmm. in that category. You'll get half a point for each match with someone on the, on the other team. You'll get one point for each match within your team, and you'll have one minute for each round. You can confer with each other. Here's the here's the catch. You can confer with your teammate. Okay. But you can't use words to do that, only sounds. <laughs> All right. Only sounds, so like grunting or something. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever sounds you wish to make, so long as they aren't words. Thank you. And you guys all live together, so this should be easy. You guys should be like really, like super in sync. Really I mean, we, in sync. Yeah, we were playing code names last week, so it's pretty. I much don't the know same some thing. of y'all's hints. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to keep track of the points, but I'm notoriously <laughs> bad at it. But we'll see. Okay, ready? First category: anatomy, beginning with the letter M. Okay. Three items you can confer. No, that's not a sound. Uh, uh, that's a sound, right? <laughs> <laughs> only sounds. Oh, only sounds. No gestures. Yeah, it's been a year since only anatomy. Sounds. I'm sorry, Mitchell. Okay. Oh, it's been seven years for me, so. <laughs> There's no sounds I, happening. I'm at the end of a semester of anatomy, and this is this is rough, so mm, maybe I do need to study more for that Can exam. That that's true. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. What I didn't consider is that you could steal each other's answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ashri, can you repeat that sound? <laughs> <laughs> I also forgot to start the timer. But let's say that let's you're done. Let's just start from the beginning. <laughs> let's say that you're done. This is how games, this is how my games work. I forget to do all of the things that I said I wanted to do. We'll call it a practice round. It's a practice. Round. Oh, good because because I don't even. I feel like I should be better three. at anatomy. I, I'm struggling over here. That's true. Out I'm of just all the to think of what noises I would make. I'm like, <laughs> what? I don't know. 
I mean, Jeff, as somebody who's actively taking anatomy, you should be number one at this, right? Because <laughs> it's been some I'm years. I'm taking us. anatomy, but a quick pitch to the pass fail program. I'm not going to honor anatomy. I will be. I will be candid about that. You're supposed to match with your teammates. Hence the sounds that you could be using on this audio podcast. Oh, you can't even think of words. I can't think of what sounds would I, go I, with those words. I think we got it with this one, Jeff. All right. Right? Yeah, you that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to crush that one. Okay. I think we'll all match that one. <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Let's yeah, let's do it. Display your answers. Let's mm-hmm. see. Or, or read your answers. We'll start with Jeff and Ashray. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I came up with two. Two? Two. Masseter. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we yeah, got Masseter. Yeah, we got Masseter. I don't think this one you got mucus. I did not get mucus. Does that count? I mean, it's part of anatomy. Ready for, ready for my other one? Because I also only got two. Muscle. There you go. Starts with an M. It's the I only thing it. in the body I can think of. All right. So let's see. You. It, that's one point. That's one point for you guys. Thank you, Jeff, for doing math for me. Your fingers look busy, so I thought I'd help out. All right. Tracy? I also have Masseter. All right. Well, again, <laughs> seven years out of anatomy. So, and step two is closer to my brain than step one. So I said mandible, not muscle. Oh, also um, could have that would have been a good one. Yeah, and then I did say muscle, so I got half a point, I guess, for that. And then I does Jeff get half a point too? I don't even know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess Jeff would yeah. get half a point. And then I All said right. uh, metatarsal because that was like the only other anatomy thing I could think of that starts with an M. Did you did you match any with the I had master muscle, but I also put like pectoralis major. It's more specific because the M major part of it. And then that doesn't my start o- with an M. I then that's a P. I put major and then muscle pectoralis. I don't think. <laughs> I don't like and the other one's myohyoid. I don't know if that's like a real thing. I don't think that's how language works, but okay. What was the what was the other one? Myohyoid. Myohyoid is okay. definitely a muscle. That it's in this unit that I'm currently studying. You figured I would remember that one, but that's what I was thinking. Like, starting to get scared, Dave. I have radiology starting in a month. I'm forgetting all these anatomical. Like radiology, you just need to remember the bones, so you're you're fine. Yeah, there's only what 200 or so bones. Yeah, you're fine. (laughs) Metatarsal, metacarpals, or something. Right. Well, that's for X-rays, but then there's like CTs and MRIs, and yeah, you gotta know all your your arteries and stuff. Oops. Oops. All right. Well, that means that by my count, Jeff and Ashray have have one and a half, and Mitchell and Tracy have one. That's right. That's right. Put you in All your right. place. I'm I don't ex- know if this is that inspiring means you guys a lot have of to win I now see now I'm like seeing how Tracy thinks. She's very specific. Yeah. Mm. You know. I can also make. It she more is more also hot. very flexible when it comes to word <laughs> order. So you might want I'm to. I'm also. That. I'm seeing how Ashray thinks. Mucus. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm expecting maybe Jeff should be number one, have the most points, since he is like most anatomy driven. The embarrassing thing is, right after I leave here, I'm going to go tutor somebody in anatomy lab. <laughs> <laughs> I think the question is, would the anatomy lab practical graders give you points for that? You know, that's really how they think. I think they would give you Tracy points for that, honestly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think they're they're pretty Lenient. flexible yeah. with their, their grading. Pun very much intended. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The second category. And again, remember, sounds. Sounds. This is yeah. going to be very important for this one, I think. Okay. Oh, no. Carver, <laughs> Carver College of Medicine faculty. Oh. Hmm. Oh, so this is like a different topic. We're not on anatomy yes. the whole time. Oh, We're shoot. not on anatomy the whole time. Chew. Okay. Chew. 
Chew, chew. It's a sound. I don't know. I'm struggling over here. Chew, chew. Motions don't count. You can't do motions. Can you imitate a professional? Yeah. I was doing my best. Okay. All right. I'm. That one is not ringing a bell for me, but. Good. That means that it's not actually a word, it's a sound. <laughs> Did not mean it as a word. It is not a word. It is a sound. Capillary. That's a word. That doesn't count. <laughs> okay, not, I take that sound. back. I was thinking of really hard how to like do I that. I mean, we're all going to write that person's name down. You guys don't yeah, have to get any clues for it. I, I feel like even I might know who that is mm-hmm. based on the pronunciation. <laughs> Hence my chew. Mm-hmm. Ka, ka, ka. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That is a good one. How quickly one, Mitch started really writing good. that down. That is really good. Oh. Intriguing. All right. I think we're ready. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's go. I didn't get the L. Tracy, you definitely had the best clue. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy and Mitchell, you can go first this time. So the cacao one, I had Sipla. Yep. Dr. Sipla. Does research with birds and parrots. Absolutely fantastic. And, and, and rescues them as well. That's true. That's true. It does rescue them. And then I had swales. Yep. I have swales. Okay. Awesome. Other one, I don't think we matched because I don't think I got the one. I got Pizzamenti. Oh, you said Pizzamenti. Yeah, so that was Dr. Cooper for the uh, uh, that's we always uh. every year at Frolics, we would we would make fun of him for saying uh a lot because um, that's how we perceive him to speak, or at least how we did. I so, don't think we had Dr. Cooper yet. Maybe well, he's like, a, he's, he's, he's like a he's like a dean. dean. Yeah. yeah, I've interacted with him that much. Um, that's probably good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise that I am actually doing really well in my courses, but I actually don't know a lot of faculty's names very well. Yeah, it's a little early, <clears throat> maybe. Yeah, I sit in the back of the room and I don't interact with them, so I don't I don't know their names very well. But I did definitely put swales, hence my chew, because he says tubes. Your arteries are <laughs> tubes, and every time I just... Uh. I had swales. I had yeah. swales. I'll right. say Ashray capillary is still a word, so I don't know about that one. <laughs> I think we can get half a point. I, I, I mean, we chew. all wrote Doctor Swales. <laughs> yeah, down, yeah so. he is. He is definitely a class favorite. He has an Instagram page where he shows his histo stuff off, and yeah, I have, heart histo. Um, I wrote Ruby. I did write Ruby. All right, two for two, and then for the last one, I wrote Dave because I mean, you're here, so <laughs> I'm not faculty though. Oh, this oh, is darn. I did okay. I, I get what happened. Jeff yeah. hasn't had Doctor Sipley yet. Yes. He would have not known the bird town. No, that's exactly why no. I went for it. Yeah, we. I was. I was hoping we'd go three for three. But oh, tragic. Oops. No birds for me. It's hard. I was trying to like, how do you make an Australian sound without saying any words? <laughs> but we did get two so i'll take swales and ruby so does that mean <coughs> you get four this time i'll take four yeah right mm-hmm. yeah give us four sure and then you guys get two I, well, qu- I question this grading system. I, so I, I have Sipla and Swales, which they also have. Mm-hmm. And then Tracy and I both matched on Sipla and Swales. Oh, right. So you get Sipla and Okay, so that means that... And Tracy had Sipla and Swales. So, so you get another point. half a point for each of those. And you guys get another half a point for each of them. Yeah, this is a terrible grading system. Yeah. <laughs> I was confused. This is... I, I'll go ahead and give you the benefit of the doubt. It's not like you're a math professor or anything. So I'm also really dumb. Two, two plus so. two can be very difficult at times. I understand. <laughs> All right. Next category. Cellular structures everyone loves. Everyone loves. I can't think of a cellular structure that anybody likes. And you want us to make sounds of these structures, Dave. <laughs> that is your challenge. Huh? I don't know if you know this, but cells actually don't make a lot of sounds. 
as far as we know. As far as we're able to ascertain. I, I think that's pretty rude. Our, push our I think that's rude for you to generalize. That is true. Vroom, All right. Vroom. All right. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. All right, vroom, vroom, I'll take it. This game makes no sense. That was actually a really good clue again. Yeah. Tracy is good at this, wow. Probably be a better clue if I knew how to spell things. That was embarrassing. I'm impressed. That's a bad one, but... Ooh, ooh. Mm. As good as I got. <laughs> I... Hmm. I don't know what that is. Do it again. Okay. Well, I wrote down three things based off of these sounds, so I don't know what everybody else wrote. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right. I feel like that's fantastic. I didn't realize Dr. Cooper was a cellu- mm. cellular. <laughs> He's also a cellular structure. Structure, yeah. <laughs> but are we ready to? Uh... Yeah, let's try it out. Let's see how this how this goes. All right. Let's start with the Jeff okay. and Ashray again. All right, Ashray, what do you got? All right. Don't base- say mucus again. <laughs> mucus. No. <laughs> Mitochondria. Yes. Amazing clue, Tracy. Yeah, we all have mitochondria. Powerhouse of the cell, you gotta say it. It goes broom, yeah. Nucleus? Nope. Yeah, I have that. I have that too. All right. Was mm-hmm. that your, um... Yeah, because like the center, you're Brain meditating. Power. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vacuole. I crossed Which could be Golgi, if we want to stretch it out. I mean, I said endoplasmic reticulum. I definitely said Golgi from your sound. So. I thought it was vacuole. All right, Golgi it is. I, we got two. We got we got them together. The other one I had was the, it was a creaky door opening up. So it's a transporter, mm-hmm. like a sim porter or something. Oh, that's why, so that's why I said endoplasmic <laughs> reticulum because it like opens up yeah. Yeah. whatever it, proteins, I guess it makes out of it. Um. I'm sorry, I crossed out vacuole for a nucleus, but my second one was ribosome for whoosh, like they're delivering oh, things. This yeah. is making me oh. seem a lot smarter than the anatomy I mean, one. A so. vacuole could be part of any cellular structure, basically. So The argument is duly noted, and I'm going to go ahead and keep that point. Thank you. <laughs> All right, well, I'm awarding 10 points. <laughs> 10 points to Gryffindor. Just Truly. give it to someone. To both of you. I like this grading system. Yeah. yeah. If only they did this on the test. <laughs> All right. Well, Tracy and I shared mitochondria and nucleus. No. I mean, ribosomes literally are part of the rough endoplasm reticulum. That so, is true. like, we're being flexible here. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'm there vacuous. There's stuff in the cells and they look like other things and they yeah. interact with I mean, other it's things. all goo. That's true. Really? It's all mucus. I, mean, I was going to say, like, num, num, num for like proteases. Oh, that's like cellular structure. Whales did that exact thing. Num num num. This game what's is a little, just... what's the little uh what's the little walking guy on the tubule? Oh, oh um dynin and actin yeah. are the proteins. Kinesin, dynin and kinesin. Yeah, kinesin and dynin. Not yeah. sure what sound. The you... funny part of this is like all our yeah, pre-med wow, listeners wow. are probably way more familiar with <laughs> everything. They're probably yelling at us. The ones that are very recently done cell bio. <laughs> We've forgotten more, uh, The ones that are taking biology. their MCAT right now. We apologize <laughs> for all the butchery that's going on. Learn this better than we currently are. So <laughs> You don't need this. <laughs> all right, you guys, I'll, I'll give Mitch and Tracy also 10 points. Nice. Just as an aside, we don't deserve it. But I, I did have a professor the other day who straight up said in our lecture, "If you know the Krebs cycle, you will be a better doctor." And then five minutes later in our lecture, she goes, "Oh, I don't know the Krebs cycle." <laughs> <laughs> all right, next category: types of medical students. Okay, all right, I have a sound. Ah! That was my sound. You crushed it. <laughs> Dave, I think you're just making the points up, honestly. Again, Tracy? Yeah. 
Do it again. Yeah, one more time. Come on. Sorry, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and on this category, we need to say which ones we are. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's fun. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> it works. It Look, works. dude, I forgot what he you said. He knows one that sound and was. he's going to use it. I honestly forgot what you said that was. <laughs> going to write the exact same word. There are, in fact, med students like that. All right. I've got my three. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Perhaps the most common kind of med student. Are we ready to... I think we're ready. I have four. I need to cross one of them out. Hmm. Why don't we just say all four and see if we actually can match okay. our sounds to the clues? Okay. Okay. I mean, that screws up the whole points system that I've carefully designed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll you, eliminate you, the you, one that we don't get. <laughs> we can eliminate the... Do, 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 that one. No, so I wrote down for the... Do, 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 do. I wrote down chipper. So cheerful, chipper... Happy positive. That's such a yeah. Jeff word to say, chipper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that it is. Sometimes my vocabulary matches better the 1950s. I want you to know that I have been mistaken for faculty oh, yeah. five times this semester. Well, you're, you're a little older. I am a little older. You've I do gotta, have gray in my beard, yeah, yeah. and I do tend to wear blazers and, and turtlenecks and stuff on yeah. campus. So that's fair. That's fair. I will say during the Halloween party, he did like kind of like was it you dressed up with white hair and white beard and somebody was like did someone bring their grandpa to the Halloween party <laughs> I was John Hammond from Jurassic Park which is a movie that already dates me it's 30 years old he looked amazing it, it was, was good it was, it was amazing alright so okay. we got the chipper one I your said, first one was stressed with your ah okay, I said anxious anxious, anxious. Yeah. I, said, I think stressed I said neurotic which that's what I was thinking be. yeah but fair and then you're wah I put depressed. I was trying to be as clinical as possible. That's a good one. I could have put whiny, I guess, but... Yeah, uh, I said complainer. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, I do this too. Med student pastime, one of the highest on the list is definitely complaining about med school. Yeah, you can, so. you can have all of the hobbies and extracurricular activities that you want. But really, the main pastime, I think, is... Oh, yeah. Complaining. Oh, yeah. That's fair. That's fine. I, uh, as I've said many times on the show, I would never take away anybody's God-given right to complain about <laughs> medical school. Any other words? I said gunner, which is, I know not of... That wasn't, was it? Did you do pew, 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 pew? I, I would say maybe, <laughs> yeah, closest to maybe closest to neurotic. I could have done the gun. Yeah. yeah, the gun sounds for that. I thought your hmm was dismissive again, so I wrote down the same word. <laughs> that, that, is, that is what it was. So. Yeah. Okay, so which one of these are you guys? Probably Mitchell's confused one. Oh, so I you're, said you're Mitchell's confused. I one? said aloof, <laughs> aloof, yeah. and I think there's there's two kinds of med students who are like that, where they go like, huh, at everything. There's people who actually know like what's going on, but they pretend like they don't know what's going on, so they just like act confused by everything. And then there's people. Who, <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know. That's not what I. And then there's people who actually are not sure what's going on. So. So it's a whole spectrum. I said aloof. that one personality type. Yeah. Interesting. We're carefree. We're carefree. I would I would put myself squarely in the carefree category as a medical student. Yesterday we were having a meeting talking about how the semester's gone and, and I said something along the lines of like, so I've noticed that I've had like a lot of free time 
and everybody in the room was immediately upset. And Don't I was like, say that. I didn't mean it Don't like that. What I meant was, what an ash. In, in the time that I have free time, what I was trying to say is, in the time that I have free time, which isn't obviously all of the time, I was trying to say I'm not using my free time productively. But boy, howdy, did I not approach that well at yeah. all. So wow, yeah, yeah. H- hence, why you may choose to lie about your. What's what's wrong? like like when you said uh, when you said people pretend that they don't know things when they when they really do, that's that's why you might lie because people will attack you <laughs> if, <laughs> if you don't feel the same as them. All right, is it, were there any others? I wrote nope. down clueless, I guess, but that was yeah, confused, yeah. Aloof, carefree yeah. kind of. <clears throat> that's yeah. what I said. Yeah, I will say it is hard to represent the positive personality types with sounds more so than. Negative. Negative is more fun. Yeah, what am I gonna do? Negative is more fun. I've definitely it's it's you know, it's the minority of, you know, students that I meet that are like that, but most most everyone I found to be pretty cool overall among my classmates. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get that's a very high scoring round. That was uh, incredibly high scoring. Yeah, very especially with four sounds, all four. (laughs) I don't think I actually matched anyone's words, so but you got the spirit of it. You, you and knew where we were going. That's yeah. worth that's worth three points each, I think. Oh, wow. You get the All spirit right. of wow. it. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the best part, Fyro wins no matter what. Yeah. That's yeah. true. No matter what. It's all Fyro. <clears throat> Last category. Biochemistry topics likely to appear on an exam, but are mostly irrelevant to the practice of medicine. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> all of them, I guess? I don't know. I'm kidding. <laughs> See, they haven't taken step one yet, so... But they've had a little biochemistry, right? Well, maybe not you, Jeff, right? Have I had a little biochemistry? I'm going to say well, before, room, room okay, again. Okay, so before med school. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. our first course that we take is the foundations of, of biological life or whatever. So that's pretty biochem heavy. Okay, okay. Yeah. So this is biochem topics that are Likely. low yield in clinic? Yeah. Low yield real life, high yield on oh, tests. I don't know. I'm going to go with, see if this sound makes sense. Ooh. I know exactly which one. It's the one we all complain about. This was the gimme. This was the gimme of mm-hmm. this topic. I would have written that written that down without a sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tracy. What's your vroom vroom for biochem? Well, everybody knows what that one. That was my vroom vroom sound. <laughs> oh, that was your vroom vroom. This is a tough one. I'm forgetting like all these words for. Trying to think if Rubenstein used to make any sounds while giving his lectures. He sang a lot. Yeah, he he did he sing a lot. Sing, what is it? Glory, glory, respiration. Yeah. <laughs> I think when I heard it, I was like in class when he sang that, and my jaw was just like on the floor. It was so awesome when he did that. <laughs> yeah, for listeners, Doctor Rubenstein likes to make up i think he thinks they're mnemonics but they're like four or five stanzas long yeah they're not not little things they i I think he does it to amuse himself mostly but students are pretty amused by them too yeah i don't yeah i don't know that they help you remember the the topics but yeah i have yet to be in a test where i hear somebody like humming along (laughs) god love them are we ready to reveal Sure. Well, we only made like two noises. I got nothing for this round. <laughs> I was trying to think. I wrote down the one and, and yeah, the big one. I've got nothing else. That's a tough one, Dave. Yeah. All right. I'm That's just a gonna, tough one. I'm going to guess what I think you guys would say. I don't know what my for this round would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we do this? Why don't you write down just rand, two random, two more, more random biochemical 
topics, biochemistry topics that you think the others will say. Okay, I got it. Because it's important that I give you opportunity to get points. Someone have a zipper. A what? A zipper. That's not the sound. I don't know how to make a zipper sound. I think we all have a zipper, but I mean, my, <laughs> my jeans have it, but I don't know about oh. that. Zip. <laughs> I won't even unzip. You could have just made that sound with your voice. Zip. zip. You need an actual zipper. Okay, I've written some things down. Let's see how this goes. Yeah, I all like right. to sing, so yeah. the sounds coming out of my mouth, I don't like it when they're off tune. Actually, that was a good one. Tracy has got some good clues throughout this game. I should have been code master yeah. for code names. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. do it. Number one, Krebs cycle. Yes. yes. Krebs cycle it is. I said oxidative phosphorylation, but... You know, that's the same thing. Just You I can tell which one of us has a PhD. <laughs> 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 uh, mm-hmm. All right. Was it DNA synthesis for the zipper? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I said DNA replication. Which I just wrote down helicase. You guys are way smarter than me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't an enzyme. I don't know. I think. So, I think. Uh, I think the enzyme might be. Is it helicase or is more it detailed? To- is it topoisomerase then? It's helicase. Oh, you need, well, you need both. Yeah, you need, you need both. both. Yeah. Something yeah. to stabilize it too. There you go, undergrads. We remember something. <laughs> I would give Jeff an additional point for helicase because I feel like let's that's a, go. That's Thank you. Yeah. Detailed. As uh, somebody who was on Jeff's team, I, I I commended this effort. Well, I think Mitchell deserves a, an extra point for he that oxidative. Say oxidative. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think that's fair too. That's All right. Yeah. What was your other one? Inherited metabolic disorders. I don't know if you. Wow. Know. I was gonna that's, say glycolysis. Oh, I should have put that. <laughs> that's like yeah. what. You know, when, when you're taking like step two or something like that, yeah. they'll hit you with this like vignette where someone has like corneal clouding and Maple like, syrup disease. yeah, like mental, mental disability or mental regression after birth or something like that. And the, that's really like what they'll get you on. Yeah. All those like Fabry disease, <laughs> phenylketonuria. And we're, whatever. and we're studying, mm-hmm. we're studying those right now. And like, I, I am genuinely interested in talking to the patients, but when they bring in families and they want us to interact with them and, and listen to their stories. I think the humanities aspect of that is phenomenal, yeah. right? To, to be able to hear their story, how they're interacting with healthcare, how they're interacting with insurance. Those are things we definitely need. The disease side of it, and then they'll say something along the lines of, this is one in, you know, six million. And I'm like, okay, so this is the only patient I'm going to see in my entire career that has this particular pathogenicity. Okay, that's, I mean, that's fair. So Sometimes I think, though, that people, you know, get done with residency and maybe they end up doing fellowships that will cause them to see more of those patients than yeah ever. that's fair all right what else i had glycolysis i put glycolysis just as a guess that's what i should have i put gluconeogenesis put. which was a bad choice in retrospect oh, yeah. i should have gone with glycolysis it's it's just that's like glycolysis but you're just trying reverse. to be different man. yeah that's exactly yeah, yeah. as opposed you just to the wrong way i wrote very very not because i don't think it's relevant but oh, i mean if i mean deficiency but we have a professor who loves to go on about how bad alcohol is and how it will inevitably lead to a thymine deficiency and so i feel like considering how many people in this country drink alcohol and how much we consume i think he might be overblowing how how common it is to like well, actually, I, I would say from like a board's perspective, the alcohol interfering with metabolism is like one of the really high yield things for biochemistry. Yeah. That and like diabetes, those two are, are really big. They love to test that physiology. My question is, I expected it to definitely be on the boards. How much should I be expecting to see it in every patient that is coming in the in the clinic? I don't know. I mean, alcohol abuse is really common. Yeah. There's a lot of patients who get admitted with, they'll have like refeeding syndrome afterwards. They'll be malnourished. They might have 
Yeah, some liver cirrhosis is something I see. Yeah, alcoholic hepatitis okay. all the time. Liver cirrhosis, yeah. yeah. In my defense, all of my clinical experiences in Utah, where alcohol is not consumed <laughs> that good, much, that's a good point. I am, I'm we, a little biased here. Really, in Provo, Utah, they crazy. Don't, yeah, you would think, but no. <laughs> BYU, really? They don't. They don't party it up. They're all drinking straight grape juice. <laughs> Well, that's our show. Oh, I forgot to award a winner. Y'all won. <gasps> Fyro won. Fyro won. Yeah. I think you guys won, though. We did not win. Sorry, Tracy. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's it was just that first question. That's our show. Jeff, Tracy, Ashray, Mitchell, thanks for being on the show with me today. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah, it's been a blast. And what kind of blocked hepatic duct would I be if I didn't thank you, Shortcoats, for making us a part of your week? If you're new here and you like what you heard today, follow the show wherever fine podcasts are available, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Thank you to this week's editors, Alec Hansen and Katie Hyam Kessler. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine Student Government and ongoing support from the Writing and Humanities Program. Our music is by Dr. Vox and Catmosphere. I'm Dave Etler saying don't let the bastards get you down. Talk to you in one week. Hi, Shortcoats. Look, life in medical education, life in America, life in the world is often difficult. And I often wish I could help. All I have is this podcast, but in my wildest dreams, you have the support you need to lead a life of your choosing. You deserve to be happy, healthy, and successful in whatever ways you define those words. So if you need support because you've experienced racism, discrimination, harassment, mental health crises, I want you to be able to get the help that you need. And so I'm going to put some links in the show notes to some resources that you can use. But the bottom line is that for what it's worth, I see you. I know you're out there. I wish I could do more. Maybe I can in ways that I don't understand yet or know about. But I see you and I'm glad you're here and other people are too. This short code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com.